Hey, you're listening to Burst Your Bubble. I'm Josh, and I've got Kyle here with me. We are back and better than ever. Our podcast continues to grow, and with that, we have a huge announcement to make. We have a co-host edition. Griffin Argo will announce him at the beginning of the show. We are all here to bring you the sharpest sports takes. Today is a loaded episode. We talk everything you would ever want to know with the NBA offseason, Summer League, and Oklahoma City Thunder. We break down the NFL offseason, some of the major moves that have happened. Kyler obviously has to have his hardcore casual segment, and then we end the episode with a totem pole of cartoon duos. Remember to stay plugged into our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok at Burst Your Bubble. We are available everywhere you get us, even on your Alexa devices. If you're bored at home, just say, Alexa, play Burst Your Bubble podcast. Then remember to rate, review, share with your friends, your family, your neighbors, the lady at Starbucks, the guy who's cutting your grass in the heat of the summer. Tell everyone about Burst Your Bubble. Thank you guys so much for listening. But remember, no hard feelings, because more than likely, one of us will burst your bubble. Welcome back to BYB with a new edition, Riff Argo, bringing the spark and passion back to the show and to myself personally, um, uh, that we've been laughing for a while now, and that's not anything, you know, we love it, and going to miss Cole forever, and Cole's always welcome back to the show, of course, a life gets in the way, but Griff, I think the best way for the audience to get to know you, uh, go ahead and name your favorite franchises in the top four leagues, and in an emergency situation, which of those four do you think you could step into play right now? Oh, okay. Uh, so definitely, let's start with the NFL, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, as you can see, oh, got a flag behind me. Oh He's no, I've uh, playing football. Had season tickets with my dad for many years and seen a lot of bad football with the Chiefs. So definitely not. Um, and then the Royals for MLB. Um, a lot of down years you know and well, then I'd say uh, almost all of them i think i remember yeah hey we had a couple got a couple okay. first fun fact first baseball game i ever attended in the mlb was the texas rangers versus the kansas city royals i actually went with kyler's older brother and his family and i there was a royals player who was going we had seats right by where they left going into the tunnel and i had a bat or a ball or something. It was a glove. I had a glove and I was begging this guy to sign my glove. And he looked up and goes, he just walked into the tunnel. I was like six. I had, oh an, my gosh. I had an all-star game. And I couldn't go to that. And my parents went to the game anyway. I was like, this is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, we did. And we went to the six flags after that. All right, Griff, what's the next one? So for the NBA, it's obviously the Oklahoma city thunder. Um, constantly watching it and keeping up with everything they're doing um and then i'm guessing you're the fourth major sport would be hockey oh hockey cap going on right now i mean should have um, side canada don't really have a hockey team but i guess i'd go with the dallas stars given that they're the closest there you go i'm a philadelphia flyers guy flyers yeah well, so, Kyler, before we keep going, I want to know, what have you been up to? Well, I mean, obviously, Burst Bubble has been gone for a while. We have a lot to catch up and a lot to cover. But what has been going on in your world? Uh, Josh, so, the of course, all day in axe throwing, all day in the escape rooms, all day in the gift shop. Of course, we're in the heat of summer right now. A ton of Texans in town, in Hochitown. Um, and, Josh, here's the thing. So, out of those three activities, axe throwing, the escape room, and a gift shop, um, obviously the worst one for your AC to be out would be axe throwing. And that was about eight weeks of my, the, the past eight weeks of my life. Um, so pretty much all of May and June, the AC has been out in axe throwing. 
um, be fixed for a day, frozen up the next day. Uh, what irked me the most of the situation is the, the duration of the span that it was out. Just every single day coming in, I was I was very, very just immediately pissed off every day just because it was just 82 degrees all day. I mean, at, at 9.30 in the morning, it'd be 82 degrees in, in, in the accident building. Just handing out waters like for souvenirs. Just a bad, a bad couple of months, but we got through it. Hopefully, and we're going to knock on some wood that it keeps working. Well, very good. I also remember hearing a small story. I know that Griffin doesn't know about this. Uh, someone had an, an accident. Oh, my God. The, my ex coach called me last night and said, hey, man, I just want you to know somebody had an accident a while ago. I was like, oh, man, what happened? I didn't know if you meant a car accident. I didn't know. Said, oh, this guy had been drinking, and uh, I told him multiple times, you know, when you bring the axe back – with one hand, you've got to bring it over your shoulder. If you want to go over your head, use two hands because it kind of keeps the axe more stable. <laughs> Gotta go. Warned him twice about it. We watched the security cameras. We we definitely are covered insurance wise. But Matt, dude, smacked himself in the back of the head. About an inch gash. He has to, we our ex coach wraps it up. He has to head straight to McCurtain Memorial. Shout out to McCurtain Memorial Hospital. Oh my gosh. Kind of controversial. Oh, dude, that is wild. Uh, maybe don't drink and throw axes if you can't handle it. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Or follow the rules. Yeah, Either follow way. the rules. Let drink, Either way, come, you know, come, come drink and throw axes, but let's follow the rules. <laughs> this axe coach is for a reason. Yeah, that's it. Well, well, Kyle, I'll tell you a little bit what's going on with me, bud. So, uh, lots been going on in Josh's life. The wife and I went on a two week vacation, flew out to Oakland. That's rented awesome. a camper van, drove up to Seattle, camped all along the Redwoods, the, the entire Pacific Northwest coast. It was a fantastic trip. We saw a mama elk who had just birthed the calf, and she, the, she had birthed the calf 50 yards from where our campsite was. So we had to walk past them to get to the bathroom. We watched an elk get about this far from a guy's face charging at him, and he put his hand up and said, no. And the elk just stopped. Whoa. And I like, took a couple steps back. Craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. If it was you Wait. or the elk, could you have killed it? Oh, I mean, yeah, you know me. I'm choking that <laughs> thing out. Okay. But I will say it was a lot bigger than I had expected it to be. It, that that mama was massive, <laughs> dude. There, It was massive. We also got a new cat. Yeah, you know how much I've loved cats, Kyler. My wife finally wore me down really it was pretty easy she just bought me a ps5 for my birthday and i said well i guess that's good enough you can have a cat nice what's his name boy or uh, it's a black cat we named him mortimer which is uh like the name for the grim reaper okay that's, uh, that's dark that's quite really. a choice <laughs> pretty dark I want to hear yeah, about but, your house situation. I want to hear all about that oh yeah the people don't know finally got moved into Tulsa settled in Tulsa Griff's not too far from me, about 20 minutes up in Owasso, so we're pretty close. Uh, the new house, right in a good neighborhood, right south of the Golden Driller in Tulsa, about three blocks south of him, so right in the middle of this neighborhood called the Mayo Meadows. They have a Facebook group that is very interesting. They will call you out if you're driving too fast or, they, <laughs> or if you haven't cut your yard in about a week and a half, so I'm ready for my face to be posted all over this <laughs> Facebook group. I like that. But the house is great. Love the house. Three bed, two bath, 1,500 square feet. Got a back deck. Come out and check the place out. Kyler was supposed to come check it out, but he he bailed on me. Griffin came and and bowled with me. I mean, this is is our two months to make money so we can stay open the rest of the year. Hit me up in September. Also, 
also what, one thing you missed out on that I'll give you both whenever I see you is uh, my dad for my birthday got me burst your bubble logo balls. So oh, I think that we might end up having to do a, uh, a giveaway for a burst your bubble logo golf ball. Oh, I like that idea a lot. Also, yeah, like too. So Griffin, you're new, man. Uh, you know, how, what's life like for you? Any uh, big milestones that have recently uh, happened? Yeah, actually uh baby. So pretty big milestone and you definitely had a, a life changer. Uh yeah, me, I carried him nine months. Yeah. Very good. It is 2023. Yep, yep. So uh no, but yeah, it's been uh quite the quite the life change. Um a lot Warrior of girl. boy, Archie is his name. Archie Argo. Yep. Oh, and uh he awesome. definitely does not uh grasp the whole concept of sleep yet. No, which is to be expected but you know he's he's growing he's doing he's healthy so there's not much more you can ask for well to be fair neither do either of his parents so what as long as i've known griffin he's never grasped the concept of sleep sleeps for the for the birds sleeps for the you don't week. need it yep well, that's boys, right that was great i love catching up i love everyone getting a little bit of insight into griffin we're welcoming you to the show my brother it's good to have you Let's get into it. You know, let's uh, let's talk about it. First thing I want to talk about, this is old news now, but we can't have an episode back without talking about it. And I'm going to start it out with making everyone super mad. Donald Trump, with the best, most accurate, most best ever take of all time. It was huge, huge take for Donald Trump. He said... If you do not, if all these PGA players, if you do not take the money that Liv is offering you to play golf, you will be left with, you'll, left, you'll be left with a bag. You'll be left standing there because the merger is going to happen and you're not going to get paid what you could be getting paid. So go ahead and take the money and shout out Cam Smith, who's a great golfer. And won the, won the last tournament this past weekend. And that is the last Liv event before the Open, which is not this coming weekend, but the next. Um, and I'm going to refer to PFT's tweet, um, kind of the opposite of Donald Trump. Um, he just said, if somebody offers you an obscene fuckload of money to go play golf, you accept it, you go do it, um, wherever that may happen to be. Uh, but I think Brooks winning the PGA had, I mean, it had to have huge implications in the conversations that I'm sure were already happening behind the scenes um, weeks and months before that tournament. I'm sure Donald Trump was pretty privy to some of them. Um, and then Brooks winning that major pushed that over the top. Yeah, it also and, uh, didn't uh, – go ahead. I was going to say, and those antitrust lawsuits. I mean, that was a big deal of what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it definitely didn't help that uh, – I think there was 20 live players that played in the Masters not long before that last major, and two of them were top three. Right there, Phil almost won it. Yep. How Brooks about up Phil there playing great golf? At the mayor. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, that money. so – so this move, obviously, was something that was going to happen. Everyone already knows that it was, you know, I mean, Kyle, you and I talked about it a year ago, that you know, eventually this is either going to happen or you're going to tear the two leagues apart. Well, and the PGA is citing that basically because of live, they had to raise how much they're paying the uh, in their purse. I mean, they raised the purse fees by like 25, 30%. And they said they literally couldn't afford to keep doing that. Uh, but this is going to continue to allow the top golfers to play more tournaments together, um, including the Ryder Cup, to my understanding. So I have no problem with it. I'm in blood money on my hand. I don't care. 
So what do you guys, I mean, the Rory side of this, you know, the guys like Rory, Tiger, Morikawa, I mean, the PGA just did this completely in the dark, shed no, nothing to the players. I mean, if you're Rory McIlroy, how pissed off are you? Ricky Fowler. Well, I mean, I don't know that he can be that pissed because he was never offered by the live. He didn't really have a choice. So, so Tiger and Colin, if you're those guys. The thing is with Tiger, he didn't need the money. And you can say that about a lot of them, but Tiger's legacy with the PGA and just he's so close to being done that Get there's really no incentive. Athlete. Yeah, exactly. Like he's there's no incentive for him to really go. But Morikawa should have went. Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler. I mean, I don't think Bubba Watson. Did Bubba Watson? Yeah, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson went, yeah. Yeah, I I mean, and then you look at, like, obviously guys like Chase Kepka, right? He goes. He would have never made even close to what he got on the live if he stayed on the PGA, which I don't even know if he was actually in the PGA at the time. Taylor Gooch has already won $30 million. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I I mean, for the PGA players that got offered and didn't go to be loyal to the PGA, I would be uh, very, very pissed. <laughs> very pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because it seems like the conversations were happening as all the all the players were signing. It seems like the conversations behind the scenes were already happening. Well, it's like whenever you talk about the PIF or whatever that's funding all of the uh, live thing i was reading the other day they had about 640 billion dollars that they are willing to kind of spend on sports and this included sports was yeah yeah whoa yep yeah and so and then and then now it's i mean if you think about it it, i mean the pga jay monahan and everybody kind of just backhanded all the loyalists for the pga because now the pif is going to fund the pga so it's crazy. And it's the, the oh. same thing is kind of happening in the UFC, to be honest with you, behind the scenes. Um, they're, is it? They're in bed with Endeavor. And, and Endeavor now is UFC and WWE. So, yeah. It's, <laughs> the Saudis are going to – they're going to have an NFL team soon. Wait, so the Saudis are the ones who bought WWE? They have a large pocket of it in Endeavor. Whoa. I did not know that. Making moves. It's not even American sports anymore. Uh, <laughs> you have right. like 70% not. Well, <laughs> I think that's pretty much all that I have on the PGA merger with Liv. I mean, it's just a, you know, it's just crazy. Some of these guys who did not accept any money from Liv left standing there holding the bag, not having anything to show for it. Wild. You yep. big bags. This NBA offseason, Josh. Woo! These NBA players, <laughs> I mean, just the salary cap's going up and up. A guy like LaMelo Ball signing a $270 million contract. Anthony Edwards, a five-year rookie extension, $260 million. I mean, woo, these these basketball basketball monies replace the baseball money sand. Well, what about Dylan Brooks? Oh, that's ridiculous. That contract Don't was, even get me started. That contract was not terrible. Even <laughs> terrible contract. That is ridiculous that he got $20 million a season. I wonder how many teams they were bidding against. Nobody, not for twenty million a season. He had a bad. He had a bad series, but he had a great season. Dude, I think that I mean, Dylan Brooks just, is. He's just not that good. He's just an overhyped Draymond Green, yeah. in my opinion. He's like an overhyped Pat Bev. He's not even that's good. It, Pat yeah, Bev. that's a that's yeah. 
20 million is a lot. They way overpaid. It was because he had all that hype around him for pumping his chest to LeBron James. He wanted and to poke he, the bear. I've talked about this on the podcast. I still – I watch it every now and then. I still feel bad for Jaron Jackson Jr. because Dylan Brooks got him absolutely destroyed <laughs> on a poster the next play after That's that because so he pissed off LeBron. Now, I thought he was on his way out of the league. I thought LeBron blackballed him. I thought he went Eminem on MGK on Bro. I thought he was going to be signing like a mid-level exception somewhere, which is like $12 million a season. $20 million is a lot. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Is it two years or three years? It's a four year. Three, four year, yeah. It's a four, four year, year deal. Years. It's like $96 million. Whoa. Yeah. And then a teammate of his now, veteran journeyman, Patty Mills, like fourth team in three days. Yep. Signed. Thunder legend. Yeah. Signed with the Rockets. We traded Patty Mills. Yeah, he was a, to he was someone. A, I don't know who we traded him to um, because Patty Mills got traded again. I know we we got Ty Ty Washington in in return, who I really like. He's a he's a bucket, as they say. He is a bucket. Um, we also say, now have thirty five picks in the next couple drafts, which is crazy. But I will say, moving Patty Mills that kind of shows the trust that Trey Mann, who in my very biased opinion is a top three point guard, backup point guard in the league. Oh, see, look, my deal is. Summer league is a summer league, and I need to see a lot more from Trey Mann before I'm ready to say he's a top – definitely before I say he's a top three backup. But Trey Mann can score. We've known that. Trey Mann is not scared to shoot the basketball. But outside of that, I think I need to see a legit step forward in the regular season, not just in summer league. I mean, obviously he's trending up, totally but agree. I need to see it. Yeah. And I think one of your friends had to take that – Thunder, we're going to win 50 games this next season. I mean, the Thunder outlook, I mean, just so far through the summer league, Chet looks great. I mean, of course, I'm going to overreact to that. Chet looks fantastic. I mean, have y'all, seen, y'all watch, been watching the Thunder play summer league? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And honestly, I mean, same thing with Trey Mann, but also um, Osami Dang. Yeah. He's been playing pretty good. Besides the first game, he's played pretty decent. But, again, got to see it in the regular season for it to actually mean anything, in my opinion. There are many people that throughout the years have balled out in the summer league and then end up busting and vice versa. So it's just hard to tell. Well, let's get to that real quick. Let's, you know, let's thunder expectations. Let's talk about the thunder real quick. Obviously we've made some moves. We traded away Patty Mills. We brought Chet's coming back after the injury. He's looked good in summer league. We got Bertons via the trade of the draft. We drafted Carson Wallace. We uh, brought in Victor Oladipo. We brought back Depot. Uh, so, I mean, what are the expectations for the Thunder? I mean, what would you guys consider a great year, a good year, and a bad year? I'm saying well, this is a 46-win team. Okay. So, put that in seeding. What would you consider a great year to be with seeding or a playoff run? How deep, a good year, and a bad year? Uh, if we miss the play-in, if we miss the play-in, this is a good year. We're a six yeah. year better. A good year or a great year? That's good a year. good year. Great, great year will put us at a four or five seed. I okay, think if see. we if we make it to the second round and lose, that's a great year in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think I agree with that. I think to me, a great year is us missing the play in. A good right. year is seven oh, or eight. Gotcha. 
seven, eight, nine. I would like to stay away from ten, but if we could be seven or eight, I think that's a good year. And if we miss the playoffs, I think that's a bad year. We were just in so many close games last year, and I mean, it's just the the addition of these guys that are going to help us win in those help. I mean, honestly, help help shine those in those situations. The only players under the age of twenty five to score more than thirty points a game, have more than five assists, and shoot over sixty percent from the field. Michael Jordan and Shai Gilders Alexander. So we're getting these guys in there to really help them out this season, really help them out in the crunch time. Yeah, give me forty six wins. So here here's my here's my problem. I'm just I'm you know I'm not I'm not pooping on the Thunder guys. I love the Thunder, but I'm trying to set some realistic expectations that's, here that's because like on the Thunder to be honest with you, we are still lacking a legitimate big man. And that is going to hurt us in a lot of these games. That was the exact same problem that we had last year. And Chet looks we have like Davis Bertans. Yeah, we Chet. have Bertans six <laughs> nine. He's gonna fix He's all of our big problems. Body. Yeah, yeah. Any I mean, guys, I mean, someone, someone talk some sense into me here. So give me some no. something to be motivated about. No, you're to right. Me, the I'm, thing is, is we were in the play-in last year, this past season. Yeah. So I think at the ten. It, or nine. nine. Right. But I think being in the play-in again with adding these with adding Chet, adding Case and Wallace, Jalen Williams should be better because he ended the season hot. You expect him to do it all year, kind of this year. Um, I just feel like Bertans gives us another shooter. The thing is, is if we're in the same spot, to me, that's kind of a disappointment. Yeah. That's where I'm at. I- I agree with that. I and I think that's why I, I think that's why I'm okay with us making the play in like if at the seven or eight and making it to the playoffs. Like we all, need to make the playoffs to have a good year. Well it's also not pretend we didn't have a top five MVP candidate last year. And we're right. gonna, and he's twenty four years old. Like that guy he, that guy's getting better. So I mean I'm gonna say he's a top three MVP candidate this year. If he doesn't if we're a four seed, three seed, he might win it. If he yeah. if he replicates what he did last season, which I think that he will, because I don't think that it was an outlier, um, then yeah, I mean we should be not having to deal with the play in, in my opinion. Definitely not an outlier because even the season before when he got set yeah. out with you know injury, he was still averaging over thirty points, seven assists, and six rebounds. So right. like he's still very good. Well, okay. Well, you guys give me a little bit more motivation, but I still think that we Chad either needs to gain about. 20 more pounds or we need to bring in somebody that's a actually a big body to uh, deal with people like Carl Anthony Towns, Stephen Adams, Anthony Davis, so let's, Bam Adebayo. Let's use that as a transition to talk about. So, I mean, obviously the, the number one storyline coming out of the draft and that's Wimby. So, I mean, when, uh, when we talk about like the perfect body for an NBA player, I think about Kevin Durant, how they say, you know, he's just tall enough so that he can shoot over, move over, move around the, Nobody can really guard him, but he's big enough so everybody can't move him around. Where Chet is just too small. Chet's a little too frail. And then Wimby is, I mean, Chet's Chet's thicker than Wimby right now. And Wimby's seven inches taller. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I mean, the thing is with Chet, he's not gaining weight. He's not going to put on much much more than what he is. I I think he's honestly, in my opinion, should play more of a – for like Anthony Davis role when the Lakers won the championship and then have a sturdier body to deal with all the fives in the league. He definitely seems a lot more comfortable when he's at the four. 
He seems when yeah. he's on the court playing the five, he just seems a little uneasy. And I kind of he's I mean his in, instincts as an off ball rim protector are poor. pretty. You say poor? I think so. Uh, off the ball oh, rim no. protector, you say? Yeah, to where he can kind of just float around. If he's guarding the fours, he can come over and help with the five and protect the glass. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying yeah, that. yeah, and he's that's kind of where he needs to be. What he needs to be doing as a defender for us, I think. I could see him getting put on quite a few posters this year, though, coming off those screen and rolls. Yeah, and it wouldn't be the same way. Here he already has this. I say summer. he already did. Hit me one more time. So, oh my God. give me your guys. Give me your top. What what you would have done with the top three? Give me your top three NBA draft. So I think I would have done exactly what happened. Wimby, um, Brandon Miller. I would have probably done Scoot over Brandon Miller, but I liked the fit for Brandon Miller with Charlotte better than Scoot. But I, I mean, I think Scoot was the better prospect coming up and more NBA ready. I think that was kind to of me. Problem. Either one of those two would work for number two I, I don't I didn't really have an issue with either one going two or three it was just whichever one they wanted in my opinion I think LaMelo Ball made that made that decision I think he made I think he called that one in he's like hey don't draft another point guard uh, I'm about to get paid 260 million don't fuck this up for me so what's the deal with his injury uh Who, scoop no uh LaMelo oh isn't he out for like an entire year now no, you're taking Alonzo. No, that's Lonzo, and he's. Oh, okay. Honestly, I would kind of be shocked if he um, ever played again. Plays that much, yeah. Yeah, and that's I think what, the I mean, Bulls are kind of preparing for that too. Yeah. He's got. Uh, well, so Wimby's played two summer league games. One, the first one, very underwhelming. The entire country, universe, world was very underwhelmed with Wimby's first performance in Las Vegas, and oh. then he comes out. Well, we can't move past that first game without bringing up the Britney Spears <laughs> controversy. <laughs> Do you think it played a factor? I mean, I, Josh, have you ever had the whole Britney Hive come after you like that? That was nuts. Although, I did watch the video a bunch, and I do a side with security. He never hit her. <laughs> he hit, he hit herself <laughs> when he pushed her hand away. She hit herself in the face. So, like, you know, what are you going to do? Wow, she's so excited to see him. Which is also wild. The only reason that she ran up to him is because she had heard that he was a Britney Spears fan. Holy and shit, so, really? Yes. So that was the only reason that she ran up to him in the first place. And then she runs. I mean, she was actually running. And like, you can't do that. You know, like, it just doesn't work. She's famous. She's got to know that's not how it works. And he did. He just, wow. <laughs> but like first game, very underwhelming. A 12-point underwhelming game. I told Kyler this without even seeing the post-game press conference, uh, Griffin. I said, honestly, Wimby just didn't look like he did. He looked like he didn't know what was going on. And apparently that's exactly what he said in the presser. Yeah, he hadn't practiced with them at all. Really? But going into that game. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. That was so, a, his exact quote from the game was, I felt like I didn't know what was going on out there. And it was like, yeah. well, that's not what and he said, the number one pick. He said he needed to do some cardio because he was out of shape. I was like, okay. Then, like, you reflect you back on, on like, a treadmill. Yeah. Reflect on Luca's, you know, when his first comments back in the league, when he joined, when he was a rookie, he's like, what's well, just a lot easier over here? Everything's just slower. You can play my game. But then you also think about, you know, Luca is the point guard. Luca always has the ball in his hands. Or Wimby needs a point guard. Wimby needs Tony Parker, to be honest with you. 
uh, I saw that he was over at Tony Parker's house watching film. So all the Spurs legends are just loving on Wimby. Second game for, for Wimbanyana. I mean, Kyle, I'll let you talk about it. You actually watched the game. I, I just saw the highlights. I watched most Sounded of phenomenal. I mean, 20, though, Josh, he's dominant. I mean, he's – and even in the game where he didn't play well, he was affecting the game the entire time. I mean, they won the game. He he was he was up. He was pretty sure he was a plus twelve on the on the in the stat sheet. Um, today I think he finished twenty seven and twelve, four blocks, something stupid like that. I mean, he's just affecting passing lanes and affecting shooting lanes where other players have never done that before. And he had a he had a block on um, Brandon Miller in the first game, where it's like when Jokic remember in the NBA Finals when he had that shot over Anthony Davis, uh, just that threw up that rainbow buzzer beater to end the quarter. I think maybe shot clock. And it's like, well, if that was Wimbanyama, he would have blocked it. And it, I, I think that Brendan Miller doing that, shooting it four feet behind the line, Wimby was four feet behind the three-point line and still ended up blocking the shot. And it's like, well, okay, that's just, that's just cheating a little bit. So I, I, I'm seeing b- from both players, to be honest, so far, they're going to be superstars. And he did uh, – he had a block like that again tonight, too. Jeez. I didn't and, see the one I mean, tonight, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, kind of what you're saying with the first game, I mean, he didn't shoot great, but you could tell he got to his spots. He just didn't hit the – the shot just didn't fall. So, it's like as long as you're able to get to your spots, that's – I was telling Josh earlier today, I was like, I'm not concerned whatsoever because, I mean, if you're getting wide open shots and you're 7'5", you can shoot over anybody without ever being contested. It's, I mean, pretty unguardable. So, I will say one other concern I have for Wimby – is uh, I watched the video of him getting put on a poster, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys noticed this. And I'm not a doctor, you know, I'm not, I definitely don't have a medical degree. Sure. But you, if you, you watch him, if you to... watch, I did not. If you watch him land, that whole leg, ankle, shin bows out to the side pretty far. And I got kind of scared of oh. some of these hard falls that he's going to take from getting put on posters. Oh, he's been on the floor a lot. He's going to have to watch some legs. Did y'all see that video I sent of, the, of that guy falling down those stadium stairs? Yes. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, all the listeners <laughs> out there, go check out the video of the guy tearing his ACL, PCL, DVD, uh, AOL, <laughs> oh, <laughs> everything in his legs at one of the at a soccer stadium, I think it was. Oh, looked like he was arguing with somebody too. Oh, he was going yeah, down right to before. fight somebody for yeah. sure. Someone said, let the umps, someone said let the umps just call the game. So I think he was going to fight an umpire. <laughs> I think it was oh baseball. Gosh. We, I mean, oh, we, should, we should talk about baseball, to be honest. I said this when you were fucking making us wait forever, Josh. Uh, baseball, I mean, it's the only sport going on right now besides Summer League. So let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, uh, Ellie De La Cruz, I think is his name. Uh, what a yep. superstar that kid is. Oh, yeah. I love it. And I love his his cockiness. I'm all for it. Hit a home run tonight. I mean, two nights ago, no, three nights ago now, I guess when you're listening to this, steals three bases at, in in four pitches. I mean, the kid mm-hmm. is – and then, oh, what was it, not even a week ago now, shows hits a home run after getting his bat checked, shows it to the opposing dugout like, hey, motherfuckers, y'all want to check it now? I mean, it just this kid's an absolute superstar. Went four for four tonight with a home run. I think he's only 20 years old too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm going to be real honest, boys. You want to know how many baseball games I've watched? That's a big fat zero. So the, the pitch clock hasn't helped your viewership any. Huh? <laughs> they did not retain me. I've been to more Tulsa Drillers games. Shout out Tulsa Drillers. 
Uh, it's the double A baseball team here in Tulsa, but outside of that, I've not been watching the MLB. I watch every highlight of Otani that comes out. Is that you say his name? Yeah. Shohei. And that I mean, I think last night it was it was last night, maybe he had a home run, um, a sack fly, two doubles, and they lost ten to five. Well, I mean, he's also um leading the league in home runs, and I'm pretty sure he's pretty close to leading the league in ERA too. I think he's leading the league in strikeouts. It is well. insane. Yeah, it is insane. He's gonna uh, he so is, that brings up a very interesting question. Do so uh, he's on his last year with the Angels. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent this this offseason if I'm if I'm correct. Um do the Angels trade him? Probably no, they're gonna pay that probably man. he's not gonna accept an offer he's him. yeah I almost if he if they don't trade him he's gonna end up in New York or <laughs> with the Dodgers probably yeah that's just how it works a Yankee a Met a Dodger or a Padre yeah yeah never count out the Astros I don't know what their salary looks like but never count out the Astros those cheating guys down there they'll do anything <laughs> to get that player Getting trash can lids so that I, I, have y'all heard about the Atlanta. Uh, drama like the 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 conspiracy theory about the Atlanta Braves. Huh. So the the conspiracy theory out is that they play certain music when they know it's going to be a breaking ball or a fastball before each guy goes. You guys should look it up. I'm probably I mean I'm probably not explaining it exact, but I like that is the it was on Twitter like oh. and it's been all over it. There um, some they play some song when it's a breaking ball and another song when it's a fastball. Yeah, I'll definitely have to look that up. That's but I I mean I'm like that's a lot of moving that's pretty parts. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people lot have to be quiet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One hell of a sound guy. Teach your pitching coach how to do the sound, how to run the soundboard. It's his ten year old nephew. God. But I mean that's pretty much all I know about baseball. I don't have literally after yeah. maybe one team that's doing that playing well. I think the I think the Astros are good this year to be honest. The I know. I think it was the Blue Jays. They made they made me a bunch of money at the beginning of the season. No, they won. They kept winning. I'm I'm forgetting right now. The Rangers are are like 18 games over 500. Shout playing out, really? Baseball, yeah, they're playing great baseball. Jacob Degrom is dumb for the season, which is heartbreaking. Well, I got a really safe bet. I bet the Royals suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the Royals is actually the first time I've heard about them this season. So I yeah, I think this is the first time we've ever mentioned the Royals on the podcast. It's literally, it's hey, somebody literally has gotta to. be. It has to be the first time. I mean, my team gets talked about everywhere. Yeah, you're Yankees, Yankees and Duke and Yankees. You're... I've never even heard you talk about the Yankees. It's because I don't watch MLB anymore. Because <laughs> you're a bandwagon fan. If yeah, I've been watching the Yankees, just like the Ravens, five years old. You literally you become a Ravens fan once they win the Super Bowl. That's so false. Even though we did have an a, a MVP, <laughs> super iconic quarterback. No, you didn't. And before we talk about the NFL, because I know that's what we're going to get to next, be sure you're following us on, on, on all of our social media pages on Twitter, at SportsBYBP. I'm at JKeatno22. Kyler is at Kyler012. Griffin, what is your Twitter handle? I believe it's underscore Griffin Argo. It is at Griffin Argo, G-R-I-F-F-I-N Argo. So make sure you're following him. Go follow our fantasy football expert, Shane, 
at Fantasy BYB. If you want all your tips, tricks, and ways to win your fantasy football leagues, it is always fantasy football season. If you're in a dynasty a dynasty league, he can give you tips on those trades. Are you trying to get Garrett Wilson like everyone else in the world or Jamar Gibbs? Make sure that you're trying to snag one of these high-powered rookies or second-year players. Go follow Shane at Fantasy BYB. Go check us out on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere else at Bursar Bubble Pods. Uh, go follow our family over at Unwrap Sports. They're still doing a bunch of live streams, live shows all the time. They're putting out great content. Go follow them at Unwrap Sports. With that, Kyler Griffin, NFL time. The biggest thing that I have to put out here, and just, I mean, it's probably just for Griffin. Kyler and I have probably talked about it. Lamar Jackson stayed Raven. We added Zay Flowers. But here's my problem. Everyone, by everyone, I've been listening to the national media. And they have said over and over that the that the Ravens wide receiver core is one of the deepest in the league. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that's actually true. We have Mark Andrews, who's really good. We have Rashad Bateman, who we still don't really know about. He looks good when he's on the field. Yeah, but we so don't he showed know, good signs. But we don't know. We have Odell Beckham Jr. coming off an ACL tear that we paid $18 million. Oh, Nelson sure. Aguilar... Zay Flowers, there's a lot of question marks on the Ravens wide receiver field, but I'll let you guys take it from there. Well, it's deep. There's no question about that. Yeah, too bad they have a running back thrown to them. (laughs) We have an MVP quarterback. (laughs) Can't tell. Oh, shout out to you, Josh. I mean, you got your you got your wish came true. I mean, this is this is the first podcast we've done since it all happened, and Josh gets to flex on all the haters and all the people were that. I was laughing at him because his team was going to suck and he was going to have to watch Lamar Jackson on the Washington Commanders. But here we are again with Josh. Josh is going to have a, a 10 and 17. I mean, it's really not going to make a difference, though, because I almost guarantee that Lamar gets injured again. Oh. Dude, you can't do again. that. You can't do that. It's just, it's inevitable. Oh, you the last two much. seasons, he's ended with an injury. Dude, that is crazy. You can't do that. Just saying. I mean, I hope it doesn't. I have to go poop or something, bro. He's, he's missed a lot of games. He has. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Guys, I don't like his negativity. Let's talk about some other teams. Let's talk about some other moves in the NFL. Let's talk about the Chiefs going back-to-back. Uh, so what's been going on? What, what are the biggest moves from the offseason right now? I do know from, from this moment right now, that you're listening to this podcast, we're one month away from the first preseason game. How about that? And from right now that you're listening to this podcast, we're nine weeks away from you sitting on your couch watching NFL Red Zone. So let's get fired up about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woo. NFL season. So tell me. What uh, did I miss? Because I had so, a lick of attention. Well, I want to talk about the Chiefs real quick since Griffin brought it up. I did see the report coming out, Travis Kelsey talking about going and maybe chasing more money, but he likes winning. So he's kind of. He's already locked on. up. On his agents. He's already locked up. (laughs) You can always request a trade. He's got a source. He's not going to do that. That's what he said it on his podcast. He said his agents are always trying to get him to go ask for more money. That doesn't mean he is. It's always a chance. Him and and Patrick Mahomes are boys, dude. So did the Chiefs lose? Oh, actually, yeah, we talked about his uh, White House microphone moment, which was amazing. Almost started a third world war. (laughs) <laughs> which he said so i have Kyler, did you hear what he wanted to say at the microphone no i'm not lost so, 
he talked about it on the pod. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. I so it. when the Chiefs went to the White House and met with like Joe Biden and like did the whole thing, okay. Joe Biden was distracted because Kelsey said, "Oh, look over there." So Biden literally looks over to the side and kind of walks that way. And Kelsey goes to the stand, the microphone, the podium, like the famous podium. He stands and he goes, I've always wanted to do this. And then <laughs> Pat Mahomes grabs him and says, no, 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 and gets him out of the way. But he's now said that he wish he hadn't started it with, that, I've always wanted guess? to do this. Because what he wanted to say can was, guess? can I guess? Yeah, yeah, take a guess. Bush did not have him. <laughs> he did not. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to say, no, it wasn't even anything bad. He just wanted to get up there and say, my fellow Americans. That's all he wanted to say. <laughs> but he said com- he got nervous. And he started com- off. compromised Osama bin Laden to a permanent <laughs> end. Oh. Oh, yes. Good stuff from uh, from him. Uh, Juju is a patriot. Really? Mm. Juju's a patriot playing with okay. Mac Jones and James Robinson. I need to start Bailey Zappi. I was going to say, I was, is, is Mac Jones going to start the entire season? I don't know, but you want to know what quarterback they did sign? Trace McSorley. I was say, I just saw this the other day. I should have <laughs> known that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's always good. That's fun. It's like they're getting D hop. Um, I've heard the, uh, the Patriots come up quite a bit when talking about it. Yeah. It's between the Patriots and the Titans. Those are the, those are the two teams that it's really getting close between. So, um, I think yeah. right now, it, like if it happened today, I think my money would be on the Titans leaning him. It's met with both teams. It's getting real serious talks on both sides. Where's uh, D-Hop at in his career? I mean, towards the end. What is he, 30? No idea, yeah. probably. Had, gotta be. I mean, he's, he, I mean, he's still a top 10 wide receiver in the league. He's he can stay healthy. Then I mean he's definitely still has probably a few, at least a few more very productive seasons. Yeah, I think wherever he's wherever he goes, he's gonna be the wide receiver one, and he's gonna be able to dominate for a, another couple of years. Yeah, he's probably going to the Chiefs. <laughs> so if he uh, can yeah, he probably. go to a team like I mean I don't want to say like because uh, I mean I don't think the Titans are gonna be uh, who's throwing to him the the rookie the the second year guy. Well, they still have Tannehill, which is weird because they've drafted quarterbacks the last two drafts, which Malik Willis definitely uh, was not the answer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think at some point Will Levis is going to start for them by the end of the year. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. Or it's a Alex Smith transition like Patrick Mahomes had. Yeah. It, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's a smart thing. If you have a veteran quarterback like Ryan Tannehill – Who's not great, but Rantano will get you to the playoffs. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he'll get you back to the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. If you can do that again and let him learn under Tannehill, I think that's a very successful year. They are Unless you're a Titans fan and you've made it to the playoffs six years in a row and you keep getting knocked out by the yeah. Chiefs, <laughs> then you're probably really frustrated and telling me to shut Better the hell up. Better than a bye. Better than a bye. Um, okay, what about uh, – I mean, obviously, the big news – Aaron Rodgers has not been – his life has not been made hell by Zach Wilson. He's uh, showing Garrett Wilson how to run slants. He's supposedly making the team a lot better. I think that maybe the Jets are just always high on drugs at practice. <laughs> over under, over under nine and a half wins. 
for the Jets. Mm. Yes. I, you know, I'd really have to look at the schedule. I'd probably go over. I'd, I'd have to look at the schedule because right now my gut tells me under, but ask me two weeks from now and it will probably be over. You've got, you've got the Bills winning that division pretty handily. Uh, I, I don't know that I'm going to say handedly, but I think that they will win the division. Okay. I, I'm still oh, not no, counting no. out the Dolphins. The Dolphins play well. yeah, as long yeah. as Tua doesn't do this again, if you're on Spotify <laughs> watching the video, as long as Tua doesn't do this again, I think they're going to be just fine. Hey, they taught him how to fall, okay? Is that what they worked on in the offseason? Not I think, any throwing I think he mechanics. went to a class after that. He was learning how to fall or take hits. Yeah, he's taking jujitsu classes, learning how to fall. <laughs> oh my god, that was a real story. Didn't like uh, didn't, as a Tua fan, as a Dolphins fan, I wasn't a fan of that story. To be honest, to be honest with you with that one. <laughs> yeah, I, especially I, that's weird to me. Dolphins could be getting Dalvin Cook too. Mm. I have seen that uh, trade talk or not trade talks, free agency talks, picking up a lot around mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook. With, yeah, which would be wild because they have. I mean, their backfield's already pretty deep. Yeah, I would say he's kind of in the in the state of his career, the same as Gihop. I mean, I think he could contribute really, really well to a really good team. It's just you know, if he can't stay healthy, and how many years will he can he mm-hmm. can he keep this up? So, what about the what the Lions consider their improved backfield with Gibbs and David Montgomery as an upgrade over DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams? I mean, they're testing out. I think it's a money ball theory in baseball is what they call it. But it's just like, let's just, the statistics show if we just get new running backs every year, they'll give us the same production. So let's just keep trying it. And I mean, shit, it's worked so far. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it sets your team up better than paying high dollar for a running back and look like the Cowboys did the last couple of years. Yeah, Zeke, you know, still out there. Huh. And if yeah. Jamison Williams ends up healthy, I mean, ends up pretty good after the six game suspension because yeah. he likes to bet on sports like all of us do. Yeah, yeah, same uh, on him. After the six game suspension, and he turns out to be pretty good, the Lions could have a pretty high powered offense. Mm-hmm. Who are we talking yeah, him about? and Amon Ra. The rules about that are so fucking stupid. I did see that they were working to change it with the next CBA that comes out for NFLPA. A lot of those guys got suspended because they just bet like on a team plane or like they bet like at a at a team practice facility. Like it was it was super weird. I didn't I didn't like, like that at all. Calvin Ridley, I think he his uh, bet was like fifteen hundred dollars that the um, Falcons would win the game. Okay, and he ends up losing like twenty million dollars yeah, because he was suspended. <laughs> I, I know one of the running backs that was suspended was betting. It's a on, bad beat. He was betting yeah. on one of his running backs over unders. So that's not good. I did. No. I did see that. Um, okay. What about uh, Calvin Ridley? Let's. What's the thought on Calvin Ridley coming back this year? Do we think that we're going to see the Calvin Ridley before the gambling uh, situation, or is he going to be <laughs> old and you know a typical year removed wide receiver? Things refresh as ever. Yeah, honestly, I'm hoping that he is because I have him in a dynasty league, so I need him to be really good. <laughs> I'm also rooting him. for him to be well, um, but I got to tell you, boys, he's like 29, not playing in like a year and a half. It's a long time for a wide receiver. It's, to be it's like two years. Yeah, because the year before he was sat out with the mental health, uh, mental yeah. health stuff. 
god. Yeah, I think you played some that year though. Almost half a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're. I think you're right. And then yeah, I think you didn't do too well, and that's when the mental health stuff hit. And then he gambled, which like when you're already downwards buying gambling, it's like you know, if you can win some money, that'll make make everything better. Pick a pick me up. Why didn't, right. he, why didn't he say that? He should have said I did it for mental health reasons. He would have got away with it. Yeah, they can't do anything to you then. Uh, no, I hope that you guys are right. I think the Jaguars are actually going to be pretty decent. You know, one of my biggest flops ever was uh, Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence oh. take that uh, freezing yeah, that cold. Cool. But you know what? I, I'll die on that. I accept my defeat. Trevor Lawrence turning out to be quite the young NFL quarterback looking good. I think that that team could uh, have a pretty good chance to make a playoff run again this year. I didn't get yeah, to say this no. earlier. I think uh, Scoot's going to be better than, better than Wendy. I'll get, I'm get that take out there. Okay, well, we're going to put that on Twitter. Yeah, um, you're going to be alone put, on that one, I think. I would have taken Scoot number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, next question I have for you guys. Denver Broncos, Sean Payton, and everyone are saying that Jerry Judy is finally going to be the guy everyone thought he was going to be. They have a you know, wide receiver room is great. What do you guys think about the Denver Broncos? Is Russell Wilson going to be able to do anything this year? Is Sean Payton going to turn the team around? I mean, I think they're going to be third in the division. And the only reason why they're not going to be fourth is because the Raiders have Jimmy G as their quarterback. He's a winner. <laughs> Jimmy well, G's a winner. Mm-hmm. They might get fourth. Jimmy G wins football games. If he can stay healthy, he doesn't lose. No way. Check his winning percentage. It's pretty high. He's also been in nothing but great situations. Is Josh Jacobs still playing for them? Is he- Josh Jacobs is still playing yeah. on a contract yeah. he hates, and they're probably going to play him in the Hall of Fame game and any other preseason oh, game everything. just beg him to tear something mm-hmm. so they don't have to pay him. It's the most disrespectful situation I've ever seen to an NFL running back is what Josh Jacobs has with the with the Raiders. He's going to lead, lead the league in rushing yards, too. Oh, I love it. What what a What a – capitalistic sport um and then the philadelphia eagles probably going to look to uh repeat a super bowl run you know I looking see how, pretty good i see how they're the chiefs again jalen hurts is the qb2 in a lot of fantasy rankings right now do y'all agree who's qb1 Mahomes. If fancy football for I'm fantasy thinking, i'd probably do jalen fancy football i'm taking jalen hurts right now number one yeah <laughs> His legs and his ability to make plays with his arm is incredible. Okay. You heard it here first. Like Pat Mahomes is, I mean, obviously going to go down as one of the all-time greats at the quarterback position. But right now, Jalen Hurts is playing amazing football. And with that added ability to run and fancy, that's what I'm taking. How high would you put A.J. Brown up in the wide receiver ring? Probably top eight. But I got him. Maybe top, yeah, pro- probably eight, probably seven, not. eight. Yeah, you should do a podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe I, maybe I would know something then. Uh, one of the rookies I'm really excited for, Quentin Johnson, uh, with the Chargers. Chargers. Really big body. I think that uh, there's a good chance that Keenan Allen and Mike Williams end up hurt at some point in time. Oh, so no <laughs> they're gonna have to rely <laughs> on Quentin Johnson. <laughs> oh, I can already, I can see Mike Williams banging his head off the ground right now. Ooh. <laughs> Um, is is, okay. just, wrong? <laughs> is Justin Herbert the the most underperforming 
quarterback. Is he the most overrated quarterback? No. No, that's Jimmy G. Jimmy G's a winner. He's won. He's made it to more playoff games than Justin Herbert. That's true. That's true. Who's the most overrated quarterback if it's not Justin Herbert? Because I think he's close. He's really good, but man, the guy just doesn't show up when you need him to right now. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are great, but it doesn't seem to really translate into big wins. And that's you can't an blame issue. it on the defense. The defense is fantastic. Yeah. And he's got plenty of weapons. So if it's and not Justin Herbert, who's the most overrated quarterback? Deshaun. Deshaun. Well, I think going? I think after last season, though, people don't rank Deshaun as high. But um, of course, contract would say differently. But I mean, the same thing. That that is too. true. Russ is getting. <laughs> that's I'm going with Russ. Hundreds oh, yeah. of millions of dollars. I'm going with Russ. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably pretty good. Walmart's got a percentage. Herbert of did contract. make it further. Walmart has a percentage of their salary every year going to what Russell Wilson CR's bank account. That's a stock option. Jesus Christ. Well, I think it'll be better this year, though. It'll be better. Sean Payton's a good coach. I mean, he can't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope he'd be better. All right. Last, uh, I've got two more teams I want to talk about. First, quarterback situation. We have a quarterback. <laughs> Drama. We have a quarter a quarterback battle. Some coaches are saying this is the closest quarterback battle they've seen in a decade. Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask, Tampa it. Bay Buccaneers. Who's winning the job? Trask. Let's go, Baker. I need more <laughs> Baker commercials. No. <laughs> I, think what, I think that's what led to the situation. That's what led to the situation is Baker taking. Getting in commercials too much. Bro, Baker could be in so many Lifetime movies. You think he's so, still living in the Brown Stadium? It's, so. it's his home. <laughs> uh, the They did come out with, uh, or Baker came out with a quote that said that this is for the first time in a long time he's actually enjoying and having fun playing the game of football. He is loving it in Tampa Bay. It is rejuvenating his career. But all the coaches say he looks really good and that Kyle Trask also looks really good. Mike Evans was quoted saying, Kyle has done a lot to impress me. Baker is looking very good in every situation we put him in. No matter what guy's throwing me the ball, I think that we're going to be in a fantastic situation. Yeah, they're going to go set seven and ten. Six that's, and eleven. That's very generous. <laughs> yeah. Whoever starts is getting taken over by the other person. I will say that. I, I would agree with that. I oh, really that's... do. And probably and then probably they probably take back over after about <laughs> games. So 17 weeks of games, because it's 18 weeks, so 17 weeks of games, probably eight starts and seven starts. Yeah. I mean they're, and they're gonna be split up. It's gonna be like three here, three in the yeah, it's in as long as they very, don't do as long as they don't division. pull Carolina Panthers and go one quarter Baker, <laughs> one quarter Trask, one quarter Mike Evans, and we're looking pretty good. <laughs> well, it's yeah. not that they just went under 500 and made the playoffs. Oh, they did, but that was a Tom Brady's quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady doesn't miss the playoffs, boy. It's still a very yeah. bad division. <laughs> uh, I yeah, think probably Atlanta, the worst in football. I think Atlanta actually ends up winning that division this year. I think Bajon Robinson is going to look very good, and Kyle Pitts is going to be healthy. Drake London is really good. The biggest question sure. for me, and it's been the biggest question for Atlanta for me for about four years now, is the defense. Because they had the Arizona Cardinals type of defense, which is like a high school team last year. 
need a Will Compton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need a Will Compton. Free agent. Missing the boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, last team I have, uh, shout out Cole, co-owner, minority owner of the Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love. The same situation with Favre, same situation with Rodgers coming in. Four years later after they drafted him, declined his fifth-year option. So no trust in him right now. But a lot of good talk, a lot of coach talk coming out that Jordan Love looks legit, looks the part. How do we feel about the uh, old man quarterback? Contract year. He's going to play as that. He's going to have an all-time year. He's going to be a top 15 quarterback. And then we're not going to hear from him again. Yeah, I think he's just going to be bad. Mm. Mm. They drafted a wide receiver. No. Drake London, yeah. No, Drake London's in Atlanta. Uh, they did they did they get a Christian wide receiver. Watson. Christian Watson, Christian Romeo Dobbs. And then, yeah. Um they did get another decent playmaker, but yeah, I mean, Dubs and Watson are gonna be the two big guys. Christian Watson looked okay. good with Aaron Rodgers. I retract the top. Of yeah, the towards the end of the season. I'll say top twenty and he gets a contract after this year. I think he ends up getting a contract. I think that they're gonna invest in him just like they did with Rodgers when he first started. But I don't know how well the how well the Green Bay Packers are going to do this year. It's going to be nobody's watching them. No, I don't think so. It's it's going to be bad. I think. Maybe Calvin Ridley. <laughs> He's got to be betting on him. Oh, I think that is the NFL teams that I wanted to talk about. I feel like I'm missing one thing, but I don't know what it is. So I'm good, boys. That was. I mean, a lot are, of teams. Are, are a lot the Cowboys going to be good. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're going to probably get knocked out of the playoffs first round. Sweet. I mean, that's typical Cowboys stuff. They're not making a Super Bowl. Dak sucks. They got rid of Zeke. Tony Pollard's really good. I love CD. Their year, though. Uh, What? It's their year. Every year. Uh, (laughs) um, I will say I am expecting a top 20 wide receiving year out of Amari Cooper. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Coming back from injury, I think he's going to have a fantastic year. CD taking all the double coverage. I think Amari is going to break out 1,000 yards. Did a few touchdowns. I like that prediction. Um, I saw a few teams are going to Germany again this year. That'll be fun. I know that the Ravens play the Titans in London. I think Miami goes to Germany. The Chiefs play somebody over there as well. I'm not sure. Oh, this I was going to bring up one other thing. What about Matthew Stafford getting a – old man veteran quarterback to mentor him through the end of his career. Did you guys see that? No. No. Well, they drafted Stetson Bennett, and he's like 44. <laughs> but what's the point in drafting him? Uh, you're ridiculous. He's, he's quite literally older than Matt Stafford. Uh, oh, that wraps up. I don't work. got any. I mean, I think, I think there's going to be some big signings over the next few weeks, huh? Yeah, I mean, this is it. I mean, NFL free agency's got to – I mean, a lot of stuff's talking. I mean, there's a lot of rumors going around that some blockbuster trades are going to be made before the season starts. Um, I mean, yeah, in the next the next three to four weeks, I would expect some big headlines coming out of the NFL. All right. Well, we're going to be here to talk about them. Let's move on, Josh. Hardcore casual. Can I finally talk about it? Let's, let's hear it, Kyler. I, I, before you start, here's what I will say. You and I talked, but, like – kind of early on in the fights and my ESPN notification was updating so fast with how fights ended 
I don't feel like it was – I feel like there was a lot of commercials and not a lot of fighting last night. A lot of – we're going to swing it over to the desk. We're going to swing it over to the, the analysts, and they're going to talk about the, the co-main event of the evening. A lot of that going on throughout the evening. There were four sub-one-minute finishes. That's the most ever in the modern era in the UFC. Uh, Josh, you'll find this one, Rich. But Saturday's night, Saturday night's card was the best one of the year. It started out with Robbie Lawler. I mean, going out, no, no legend in the UFC gets to go out on top. He goes out, knocks a dude out in 38 seconds, retires as a legend that he is. Bo Nickel up next, three-time national champion wrestler, knocks out his opponent in 38 seconds on the feet. And it ended within the night with Alex the Great, which I think is one of the better nicknames in fighting, Alexander the Great Volkanovsky, showing once again there are not enough superlatives in the English language to explain what this man is doing and the greatness we witness every time he fights. Well, I don't know who it is, but Kyle, you made me want to root for that man in the future of watching UFC. So he's the, he's the 145-pound champion. He's the one that went up to 155 to challenge Islam, Habib's cousin, ended up losing a decision. Personally had him winning it, but I'm a little biased. Mm. Now, there was a Whitaker that fought last night too, right? Whitaker did lose to Drikis du Plessis, who is from South Africa, um, a white man um, uh, from South Africa. Um, and then Israel. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's contextual because then Israel Adesanya got in the cage um, and they did a face off and he dropped the in bomb about 37 times. Um, <laughs> oh, I saw Dana's reaction to that. I didn't know what it was about. Did, have you, did you see Dana's reaction? Yeah, I did. I watched that press conference. They were in the uh, presser and the guy goes, are you worried about the racial undertones of what's going to happen? Let me pull up a tweet about that because I've, it, it was a beautiful tweet about it. it. I mean, I thought Dana's reaction was was amazing. He well, did it, phenomenal. He says, you know, we don't do politics here, but as Dana, as a race fight is about to be set up and he's sitting next to Donald Trump. So I think that kind of that kind of sums it up. Where it's like, yeah, we don't do politics, but also these these – Two guys who were arguing about what part of the country, what part of the world they're from, and what part is better. And but and here's Donald Trump. But we don't do politics here. But so, it's, so, it's a little rich. So Griffin, if if you if you didn't see it, they asked him, well, what do you think about the racial undertones from the fight? And he said, what what, what racial undertones? And they're like, well, he dropped the N word. He said, who did? Adesanya. He goes, <laughs> well, he's black. Who gives a shit? But, and Izzy's point was. <laughs> So Drinkin's dude plus he made some headlines a few weeks ago. A few, uh, that'd be over a month ago now. Said he's the true African fighter. Says uh, Kamara mm. Usman, Francis Ngannou, Israel Adesanya, they're not true Africans. They're from other parts of the world. This guy trains in Africa. He's from Africa, born and raised, still there to this day. So he's the true African UFC fighter. And of course, they took, they took some concern with that. I think Israel Adesanya is going to knock him out within a round. Um, are they still fighting this at Fight Island? Uh, that will probably be in about two months in Fight Island, yes, in Abu Dhabi. Will that be the next uh, card of the year? Uh, so actually, Josh, the card of the year <laughs> is coming up at the end of this month, and we're gonna we're, we're going down to Louisiana to watch it, to watch it live at the Barstool Sportsbook. Uh, we'll be we'll be down there live watching it, and and Griffin, you're invited to that as well if you can get off. At the All end right. of this month. He does have a baby, but we are going to Shreveport at the end of the month. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're going to play some golf while we're down there, too. A lot of it. Oh. 
I'll have to take all your money. <laughs> Sports betting is legal. All right, Kyler, I always love the hardcore casual. And we're going to bring back our favorite segment on the show. It's a totem pole. For those of for those of you who have never listened to the show before, totem pole is something where we've done this since the beginning of the show. We list our two least favorites of something in draft style order. And then we list our top three favorites. And we start at the top and our favorites and work our way down. And at the bottom, we start at the bottom, which is our least favorite, and go up. So, Griffin, you're new to the show. We will let you start off with your least favorite. This t- The subject of today's totem pole is iconic cartoon duos. All right. So, for the first pick here, I went with uh, Cosmo and Wanda from the Fairly oh, Odd Parents. For your right. least favorite? Least favorite. Yep. Oh, I, don't, I can't get behind it. Bro, Wanda's Cosmo. always trying to make... No. So many rules... Mm-mm. Cosmo doesn't know what's going on ever, ever. It's kind of annoying. Wanda, she's always trying to put a damper on all the fun. Okay, I don't get behind that. We're trying to have fun. It's a great pick. It's a great one-one. Think so. Okay, all right. I'm going next, Kyler. You can just wait after that. Cosmo is the fun. He's the no. He's the glue to that entire show. Well, um. All right, my uh, duo. Well, I'm just I'm. You blew my mind. Uh, I'm going to take Elsa and Anna from, or Anna from. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) I think, I think the whole series is overrated. I I think the songs. You haven't watched it. I have watched. I watched every one of them. Fuck off. Let it snow. (laughs) You know, their parents are the parents from Tarzan. No, that's just a fan. No, that's rumors. (laughs) Nothing confirmed. You know why they uh, named Frozen Frozen? I mean, I get a pretty good guess, but what's your reason? <laughs> so they, uh, so that when you Google Disney Frozen, Walt Disney's frozen head doesn't pop up. I've seen that conspiracy theory. Griffin, I'm glad. Are you into conspiracies? Yeah, of course I am. Josh just won't fucking talk to me about him, and I know he knows some secrets. So we got me and you got to start talking. Maybe Josh will leak something one day. But I'll All go right, ahead. Yeah. I'll go ahead and start with my bottom. <laughs> Dumbo and Timothy. So Timothy is so irrelevant that I've never even heard of him. Um, I've heard of Dumbo my entire life. Never heard of Timothy. Timothy, you're irrelevant. So you're going to get the bottom of my totem pole. I'm sorry. You're probably a great kid. But Dumbo just trumps you. Uh, no pun intended. But he, T- Timothy should honestly be alone at the bottom of my totem pole. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, for this next one, you guys are probably going to hate me for this. Um, Scooby Doo and Shaggy. Well, I'm interested to hear some reasoning. Yeah, I want to know the why here. Why? Because one, Scooby Doo's afraid of air. Okay, no matter what it is, he's afraid, and you know it. He's a, you know. Well, and then uh, Shaggy, you look no. like Shaggy. Well, then you know maybe that's the problem. Shaggy keeps smoking <laughs> around him and getting them all paranoid. Yeah, well, That's the thing awesome. is, is Shaggy, Shaggy's too stoned to even know what's going on. That is a liability. I will say that that Very is much a liability. liability. When you're hunting ghosts, it is a liability. Yes. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll give you that, although I, I wholeheartedly disagree with the pick. I will. That is some good good enough reasoning. Uh, bottom of mind, you guys might not like this one. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. I could never really get behind the show. Yeah. 
The only funny thing in there is the great Cornholio. Uh, that's the funniest part of the entire series. I think that's the only part everyone knows. So yeah, Beavis a bed. Pretty. Uh, that's pretty a good pick. One. I like that at the pick. bottom. Aladdin and the Genie is going to wrap up mine. I, I've not, I never liked the original movie. I didn't like the remake. Uh, Aladdin and the Genie, they can fuck off. I actually, the Genie is the best part of that old movie, but I will. That's a great pick. For no, I agree. I agree with that pick and as the, well. And the remake of the movie was like almost three hours long. It was kind of, it's kind of crazy. Oh yeah, you're not getting me to sit down for that. If it's not Wolf of Wall Street, Matthew McConaughey banging his chest, I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm not watching a three hour long movie. All right, Griffin, top of the totem pole. I feel like this goes without saying because it's like the the OG cartoon duo. And it's got to be the first pick, Tom and Jerry. I mean, that's not the one one that comes to my head, but I, I like the pick. That, I mean, it's the OG. It is the OG one one. I mean, that's the classic. Yep. Um, I'm gonna take the real one one off the board, and it's I mean, it's the one that everyone thinks of whenever whenever we said cartoon duos. It's gonna be SpongeBob and Patrick. That's a great pick. I mean, it is, the, you, it is a great pick. You don't think of SpongeBob without thinking of Patrick. You got I mean, uh, the wonderful thing. It's they've they're still going today, to be honest. So let let brings me to mind Woody and Buzz. It's That's my a good favorite all time movie, Toy Story. Goes all I mean, they're making a new one right now. Lightyear, I didn't wasn't the biggest fan, but it was good. People could stop hating on that for Buzz. Uh Woody and Buzz. That's I like that pick. pick. Yep. All right, for my second pick, I'm going uh Stewie and Brian. That was my second pick. Oh, I yep. love that pick. That's good. <laughs> yep. That's love a it. good pick. <laughs> oh. You've stolen two of mine now. That's, a, that's an all-time good duo right there. Oh, that's good. Um, All right. I love the pick. I'm going to go number two. Give me Shrek and Donkey. Well, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I love Donkey. He's probably, like he's probably top five funniest cartoon characters of all time. Donkey! Yeah, I would agree with that. He's so funny. All right, Callie, you better dig deep because we're taking all the good ones. Moana and Maui. I mean, it, it was it's the easiest pick of all time. But it's it's there's so, it's the Rock. All that's all I'm gonna say. It's the Rock. I, I will give you that. It is three B. Oh fuck mm. off! <laughs> it w- it wouldn't even have been in my top five. Oh, well, see, I think I'm actually at at an unfair advantage with this totem pole <laughs> because I have a five year old. So I'm I'm watching these shows and movies on the daily. I watched Moana yesterday. Moana and Maui are an all-time duo. Mm. Yes, agree. But that soundtrack, come on. I mean, I love the show. I mean, I love the movie. I just I think it's because I don't think of them as like an iconic duo. Because you're old, you don't have a kid. That's I mean probably, but that's where I'm at. I love the I love the movie. All right, Griffin. Third one. Better not steal Rick mine. And, Rick and Morty. Oh, that is good. I, I do like Rick and Morty. It's a good yep. show. That, that wraps up my picks. Although, man, his voice gets on my nerves. Oh, I, I, oh, I don't know. This show's great. I haven't watched. I've not never watched it. Good watch. Um. All right. Uh, number three for me. I was torn here. I mean, I've got some honorable mentions for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three for me. I think I'm gonna go ahead and man, how oh, this is so hard. Give me Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable. Uh, not a bad uh, pick. What Griffin? 
if I didn't go with Scooby Doo and Shaggy, they would have been on. They were the other names I had down for the, the least bottom, favorite. Oh, dude, yeah, Impossible yeah. is an all-time great series. Uh, really? I don't know. An all-time great. No, series? it's not. Dude, I love not. It's not a top twenty Disney Channel series. No. Dude, that's wild. <laughs> I love Kim Possible. That's next, crazy. Next, that's next crazy. totem pole is totem pole of Disney Channel series. Confirmed. Mm, that's a good one. All right, Kyle, uh, last one. Phineas and Ferb, just a better Disney Channel series. It is good. Uh, <laughs> not, as, not as good it's better as than, Kim Possible. It's better than Kim Possible. It is. That. Yeah, it is. Honorable mention, just, me. just missed my list. Mike and Sully from Monsters Inc. and Monsters University, which was a fantastic movie. That's a good one. Timon and Pumbaa. Oh. Yeah, I thought about them. I, I thought about Cat Adam Dog. Movie. Never got into I don't Cat know if you, Dog. Y'all, Keller's probably too young I, for Cat Dog. I yeah. watched Cat Dog, but um, yeah, they didn't make it uh, on my list. Cow and Chicken almost made my bottom. I thought that was like one of the creepiest cartoons of all time. Here's yeah. what, I, here's what I thought about doing, and it would have been a little bit controversial. I think I think y'all would have we would have got an a huge argument about it. Uh because it's not really a cartoon. It's more, I mean, it was a, it was a show on Disney Channel. Molly Stewart and Hannah Montana. I mean. Not a cartoon, so I didn't say it, but yeah. I, I wanted to. Um Pinky and the Brain. Never watched that. Oh man, Pinky on the brain, brain, brain. What are we gonna do today, Pinky? <laughs> or what are we gonna do today, brain? The same thing we do every day, Pinky. We're gonna take over the world. I think it's just really safe to say. I mean, we'll let the fans decide who won this this poll, but it's safe to say Josh lost it. Yeah, I just don't think he definitely I think lost. I had a great one. Not if you put Kim Possible and then double down and Patrick all time great. Kim Possible or unstoppable. No, yeah, I don't. Elsa being in the Elsa being at the bottom of my total pool is like an automatic win. That you you lost everybody there. Like, bro, I haven't listened to a word you said since then. Well, <laughs> then you're just missing out. I'm over here spewing greatness, boys. This was a fantastic episode, Griffin. I'm so glad that you were part of the show, uh, everyone. If you're on the Spotify version watching this, you're able to see how much better our camera qualities are. Hopefully, our audio quality is just as good. Following that, we're on the backswing, on the upswing of bringing back episodes and recording at least once a week. We're planning on putting out episodes every Monday. That way you have it. We'll be a lot more active on social media, on TikTok and Twitter and everywhere, just posting a lot more content. So stay with us. Let's climb together. One more time, make sure you're following us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, we're going to be on thread soon at Burst Your Bubble. Uh, Twitter's at SportsBYBP. I'm at jkeatno 22 Kyler's at Kyler012. Griffin is at Griffin Argo, G-R-I-F-F-I-N Argo. Go follow us all on there. And then be sure that you're checking out uh, everywhere that, that we partner with. One of our biggest partners is Hoach Time. And living on Hoach Time is such a big deal. Boys, I'm just going to tell you all, going out on my trip about a month ago to the West Coast, driving through the Redwoods, camping on the beach, that was the epitome of living on Hocha Time. It was just a fantastic trip, and I, that's what I do when I'm living on Hocha Time. So go check out them. They have all kinds of great beers. They've got new flavors. Tyler, I think you might have the flavor list. This lime lager right here, they also have a summer wheat, and then they have a blonde ale. The lime lager, I'm not a fan of lime. I haven't been a fan of lime beers ever. This, li- this flavor has quickly become my favorite. I've already ran out, and that 
particular variety pack. So I might just go buy another variety pack so I have more lime lagers. This is my last one. So go tell your local liquor store or anywhere that provides, sells beer. Go tell them that they need to get with Prairie Artisanal Ales and get living on the Hooch Time beers. They have those variety packs. Once again, Griffin, thanks for being a part of the show. Guys, go get that 20% coupon at Bigfoot Axe Sewing in the middle of Paradise where you can throw axes and not cut your head open. Follow the rules if you're going to be drinking beverages. Uh, that code is still BYB 2021. We're going to get that updated to BYB 2023 very soon. But make sure that you're using that promo code. Get you 20% off an entire group. With that, boys, fantastic episode. You guys have a great week. You too.